0: Without value-based healthcare systems, it is always difficult to introduce new innovations. Recent examples include novel oral anticoagulants, which are largely a replacement for warfarin. In this particular case, they are now consuming 5% of the cardiovascular budget, but without anybody really actively thinking, is it the right thing? Although these are great new innovations, they weren't introduced in an orderly fashion. And so it is with healthcare, there's always something new that comes along. The paper this week is from the New England Journal of Medicine from March the 28th, and it's by Meta et al. And it's a large study of overall survival with fulvestrant plus anastrozole in metastatic breast cancer. This is a condition where the woman, very sadly, will die. And with anastrozole alone, uh, which is now, by the way, generic, the women will uh, survive on average around 42 months. But with this new treatment, full vestrant, uh, survival's prolonged. The, the authors talk about significant uh, prolong, uh, prolongation. But in fact, it's prolonged from 42 months to 49.8 months. For some women, that's seven, nearly eight months extra survival will be highly significant. But as, al- as always with value-based health care, it raises a whole series of questions. So that's 7.8 months. Is it worthwhile? Well, the study also showed that, um, and by the way, this is not mentioned in many of the press releases, also showed that there was an increase in side effects, albeit it was not statistically significant for the number of patients they actually studied. So as we get to know more about these drugs, if indeed there is an increase in side effects, uh, women should be informed about them, and indeed they should be the people who make the decision about the trade-off of the extra 7.8 months of life, uh, so, they li- so they will live on average a- a- around 50 months as opposed to the 42 months. The other thing that we need to think about is where will we find the money for these new treatments? Because there is no more extra money coming into health systems, or at least there's very little, and most of that money is absorbed by increases in demand due to uh, ageing, due to increases in intensity, or due to salary rises and so forth. And therefore, we really should look at breast cancer in the round and work out what it is we want to stop doing if we want to introduce full vestment, which does indeed seem to work. There's an approach called the socio-technical allocation resource of resources developed by Gwyn Bevan and Mara Airoldi when they were at the London School of Economics and sponsored by the Health Foundation. This approach brings in a whole range of different stakeholders, uh, in particular getting their views and opinions and also acknowledging the paucity of uh, data, especially outcome data. But the approach allows people to make choices in a reasonable manner. And when we say reasonable, we mean it in the economic sense, that it's transparent, they're thinking through things clearly, and they're acknowledging the strengths and weaknesses of data. And they can start to substitute things. Now, interestingly, at the same time as these new treatments are coming in for uh, advanced breast cancer, we're also getting more and more information to suggest that breast cancer screening with mammography actually isn't conferring any benefit or certainly not at the frequency we're currently doing it. So maybe the time has come for health systems who are thinking about value to do two things. Firstly, when a new drug comes in that seems to be promising, they need to deliberately construct a shared decision-making approach and shared decision-making tools so that the patient, women in this instance, can make an informed choice as to whether they want the new treatment or not. Secondly, when these new treatments come in, we should be introducing them in an orderly fashion. We should really think who is going to benefit and why would we bring them in. And in particular, what are we going to stop so that we don't continually run into financial deficits and pressure? So what should we stop in the case of breast cancer? Should it be a reduction in the intensity of breast cancer screening? Now the evidence shows it's less effective. Or is there something else we should be stopping? So moving to a new value-based health system would allow the orderly introduction of innovations. It would put individuals with a condition at the heart of decision-making, and it would at least give us the chance to start to reduce the amount of low value and waste that we currently have in the health system. If you want to stay informed about important developments in value based healthcare, you can subscribe by joining our mailing list at www.3vh.org.